cover music and life Learn day and night and I grow Over all my family so they can thrive Welcome to the Remix the Dead Podcast Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing today? This is Ryan Greenwood. I'm Remix the Dad. I hope you guys are having a great day so far. Um, today, I bring you a very special episode with my brother, uh, my dude, Cliff Jones. I've known Cliff for uh, gone about two years now, and um, we've hit it off from day one, man. Uh, it's, we've had a real talk, real conversation, and anything between mental health to racial issues um and today we bring you one of those conversations we just got on and was like you know what let's let's record our conversation um there's gonna be many more um so i hope you enjoy and also go check out cliff jones podcast it's the cliff notes podcast and also go check out Blended Lines on Facebook. It's an online community group where black people and white people can come together and with and have mature conversations and with respect ask questions about each other's uh, culture, each other's race, and yeah, there's there's some there's some silly stuff in there. Um, but then there's also some really serious stuff going on over there. So it's pretty cool. So I definitely recommend go check that out and even reach out to him too and show my brother some love. Um, but yeah, this episode is, was, was fun and long time coming. So yeah, we speak out about, uh, racism. We speak out about mental health. We speak out even about being a father father in this day and age so i hope you guys enjoy i hope you guys definitely get something out of it and i'm gonna stop talking so you can listen to the rest of this episode so but i hope you guys have a great week father's day is next week so happy father's day to all you guys out there who stepping it up and working hard trying to be the best daddy you can be all right peace Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? What's going on, man? I'm doing good. Blessed by the best. What's going on with you? Yeah, uh, just same thing, man. Just hanging out at home on this beautiful Saturday out here in Colorado, man. Just just hanging out. Got a couple things in this morning. Talked to a couple buddies about uh, their podcast projects and stuff. And now I'm, I get to be on here with you. That's what's up, man. Same over here, man. I'm just I'm doing the day and doing the boys. We're just gonna make it a chill day to day, man. Do it, do it with that with everything. I used to think it was uh, a bad thing to just sit still and chill, but man, now I know it's like one of the best things you can do to self care. Yes, sir. Yeah, shoot. Especially, gotta gotta work to be bored sometimes, man. Gotta work to rest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, got to though. It's important. Yeah, during this uh this whole 
the the whole COVID thing, man, it definitely slowed a lot of us down, which needed because when we uh before all of it happened, our uh, our schedule was full. We had pe- we had stuff on our calendar all the way out to about August, and then all of a sudden it just opened up. So got more more time for that self care that you're talking about. Yeah, I think it was a blessing in disguise, bro. I mean, I I really hate that people, so many people died, but it did make the world pause, you know, and, you know, spend, uh, I think it, people use it as a time to get back to family and the values, to self-reflect, you know, but on the flip side, it's probably driving some people crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of people out there that, He's going to need some some mental uh, help, you know. Definitely, man, definitely. Well, uh, I posted something the other day about uh, about Bruce Lee, and you said you're a fanatic. Oh, yeah. Of Bruce Lee. Well, I have I had on my uh, my laptop in the middle of chaos or in the middle of chaos lies opportunity. That quote mm-hmm. from him. And yeah. dude, during during that time, during this time just all 2020 there is so much chaos but there's opportunity that lies beneath and so much destruction and stuff is happening but then also so much beauty is rising up up just like the phoenix man because like your your new group uh blended lines yeah dude that that rose up i started working on the podcast again and doing other other beautiful uh, artworks and stuff like that. So it's just the way you look at it, man, just your perspective. Yeah, Yeah, I totally agree, man. There's always a silver lining in every challenge, you know, Uh, and I personally feel like uh, you can't level up without going through a challenge. If you just go through life and you don't ever have challenges, you're never going to level up. Level up meaning, uh, more mature, uh, more spiritually grown, you know, just a better human being. All of that is what I mean by level up. So when I see, I used to hate challenges, man, but now I, when I see a challenge, I actually get excited because I'm like, yes, you know, I'm going to level up. Again. So you, you're exactly right. It's how you look at it. Well, that's just like David Goggins and his cookie jar, man. Have you heard, have you heard that concept? Uh-uh. Like all the challenges that we've gone through, we can put in the cookie jar. And if we're feeling down on ourselves or uh, not feeling inspired or disciplined or motivated, we can pull something out of that cookie jar. Been like, you know, you know what? 2019, I was depressed. I thought about suicide and some other things. I went through the muck, but with God, I made it through. God gave me the strength to make it through. I made it through. So I'm able to use that through that next trial and tribulation now. Right. I can use those cookies. No, that's good, bro. Well, I do that, I guess, subconsciously. Um, I'll definitely go back to 2019 because it was the darkest year of my life, man. And like we were talking about yesterday, back then... I couldn't dare see like how I am now, like how happy and how at peace and, you know, new opportunities just coming out of the blue. 
I didn't see any of this, dude. And if you would have told, I mean, I had faith and I knew God had me, but that's where the faith test comes in. It's like, you can't see it. So you just have to have faith, you know? So, I mean, it's challenging. Don't get me wrong, man. But um, I've just found that when I lean on God, I'm more at peace about everything. Amen, man. Amen. And sometimes it's easier said than done. <laughs> yeah. So well, I'm with you, man. It, it's not. It's not a cakewalk at no, all. No, no, it's not. Not 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 so much for the for the for the for the. You need thick skin, man. You need thick skin, and you need good people around you too. Absolutely. Because yeah, that's key. Yeah, because if you don't that's have the, if you don't have that community, man, you can just be like that leaf on the tree and just wither man right. so, but if you get that nutrients from from a uh, god and jesus and then you also have the nutrients and the support from from the other leaves and branches man you'd be standing tall yeah right so, exactly but, but yeah i think i think that's what's so powerful about blended lines man is because my vision is to have a community like that of just good people man you know what i'm saying where you can talk about anything uh hold each other accountable because i know how important it is to have a community you know i i i don't think we were ever put on this earth to be alone we were put here to interact and network um i mean that's why most people in prison man like they go crazy. Their their health deteriorates because they're in a cell by themselves. You know, I mean, it, it's so crowded now. They may have another person in there, but the people who are in there by themselves or isolation, most of them lose it, bro, because they're not talking to anybody or interacting with anyone. Yeah, man. Uh, my wife and I, we were talking about kind of this the other day, like especially men, um, like opening up about opening up about our feelings and being courageous and vulnerable. Like, Hey, I'm feeling some kind of way today. I'm not okay right now, but back 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago, you couldn't talk about stuff like this because you'd be, they tell you, Oh man, if you're, don't be a, don't be a whiner and stuff like that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to choose my language carefully right now. Yeah, got, got your boy there. <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. I mean, I, I got the same thing. And uh, as I went through challenges in life, man, I found out that it's important and it's okay to cry and show your emotions. And I even told my boys, I was like, look, I mean, my narrative is completely different from what my dad's was. I tell my boys, look, man, it's okay to cry. But I do say, as long as you have something to cry about, you know what I'm saying? Yes, so sir, man. Don't just whine and cry and there's nothing going on, you know, have a reason behind it. So, because uh, I don't want the same, I don't want them to have the same pressure that you and I had, you know, trying to hold that crap in and then you implode. <laughs> what was that beach ball beach ball analogy that you uh, that you had on one oh, of your Facebook yeah. lives? Yeah, man, that's one of the most valuable uh, lessons I've learned in, uh, in therapy. 
And uh, for, for, you know, the audience who, who don't know what that is, uh, the beach ball analogy is, so when you go swimming and you get a beach ball and you put it under the water, if you notice, the deeper that you go, when you release it, the more it shoots up, the faster it shoots up and just explodes out the top. And that's what that happens with emotions. When you harbor emotions, it just get deeper and deeper and deeper until it just takes one instance for something to happen and you freaking lose it, you know? And I, you know, I was just like, wow, that is like so deep, you know? And it helps me uh, to today, you know, like when I, two good things, man, I, I found in therapy is uh, I found how to control my emotions without reacting which is letting them just come in and filling them out because it's natural to have emotions. God gave us emotions for a reason. Uh, even depression is a natural emotion, but it's supposed to kind of like come and then go. If you, if you get there and you stay for a while, that's a red flag. Uh, but sadness, happiness, all of that, you know, so it's okay to feel emotions, anger as well. Um, and then after I feel them, before I react, I make sure I feel all the emotions so I don't react out of my emotions, you know, especially like with anger and what happened with George Floyd. I just had to back up and analyze. But um, the second thing is that you don't have to try to control them or suppress them. And see, that's where people go wrong, man, you know. When they start trying to suppress it, even anxiety is a natural emotion. And, you know, and you, and you try to suppress it. Oh, I'm feeling a little anxious. You know, I'm, I don't want that. You know, what's wrong with me? Nothing. You're normal, you know, but let the, the let them come through, fill them out and, and you know, uh, try to react positively. I'll say that. Yeah, man, you touched it, though. The, the uh they are, it, it is, it is normal. It is natural uh, emotions and nat natural feelings and praise God that we are feeling them. Cause if we didn't feel them, then we'd be dead. Uh, so, and a lot of people are probably going to be like, why, why are you praising God for feeling that stuff? Well, that's also where a lot of that growth comes from too. If you don't like something like you stub your toe, right? You stub your toe, you, you hit it on something and then, Next time you you're going on that same trail, you're going to probably stub your toe again. But now you're going to think you're going to be like, oh, I could probably step around that. You gain that knowledge and that wisdom to take a different path, and or turn on or turn on the Holy Spirit, which could be the light switch. And oh, I see what what I was stepping on the whole time. <laughs> right, right. No, you're exactly right. Very well said, bro. I like how you broke that down. So. That's 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 my mental process, man. I I have to break stuff down and l little analogies and stuff. So I think that's why we get along so well because you you've got a couple of, out there that you've said on on your Facebook lives. I'm just like yeah, so yeah, and that's, and see that's natural to you, and for me it's not. Like I'm more of an impulse person, you know, and react immediately out of feeling so what i'm doing and practicing right now is totally uncomfortable totally out of my character 
but I know it's needed because right now in this world, man, we need love. We need a lot of love because there's a lot of hate out there, a lot of anger. And my primary goal every day, man, is to, when I'm out and about with people, man, to just love, inspire, uplift in any way I can, you know, complete strangers, I do that. The, the last thing I want to do is say something insulting or demeaning, you know what I'm saying? Because one word, man, can either encourage somebody and uplift or... It could be the last negative thing they hear before they take themselves out. I mean, you know, everybody wears masks and you don't know what people are going through, man. So I keep that in mind, man. And I think everybody should. You never know what people are going through, bro. So just treat everybody nice and with respect and love. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not dude at work. Like, I'll see everybody, like, throwing the bird at each other, like, like as being friendly. Mm-hmm. I won't do that. I'll I'll smile and wave. Like they'll throw the bird. And I'm just hey, how you doing? And they're yeah, kind of looking me funny. And I was like, I'm not I'm not buying in. I'm not buying into that. I uh, like you said, want to sh- show that love and positivity and show show a different fruit than what they're putting out there, man. Totally agree with you, man. So, 100%. But I think that's what we need right now, especially with what's what's been going on in the world with uh with all the, the racism and just all the confusion and chaos we, we need that love we need to come together and stand together and speak up and have conversations that that we've had off off camera and off mic no i, I agree bro and and Honestly, man, for me, it's just so much easier to love and hate. I feel like, man, you have to put so much energy into, like, hating and disliking someone. And for me, it's just no energy to love somebody, man. It's just natural, you know. And I think it's in everybody's DNA. But yet, some people just choose to, you know, spend excessive energy in like disliking and hating somebody. I don't I don't get it, bro. I never have. I never have. No, I, I, I get it a little bit because I've like I've I've shared my story with you a few times. Uh like a lot of the victim mentality and also a lot of the insecurity and even racism was was heavily influenced when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um so it was a, it was a learned habit, but praise God that he changed my heart and my mind so I can love and I can love myself and others around me and not be one of those people who is all because I love I love I love the darkness for like the longest time and it and it, you could see it in, in a lot of my old artwork, a lot of my old music, everything. And as I got older, I started shedding that darkness, shedding it, especially when I had a daughter, a lot of it started really going out, out for trash day, out by the curb, just because I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be the dad that 
come came home angry, upset, and have my daughter learn those traits, learn those habits, and really became intentional with what I was kind of like vegetables putting into my body, putting into my mind. So, and there's there, and every once in a while, yeah, I'll I'll still kind of I'll slip back into that place, but with God and community and my intention to refocus, I can get, I can get to a better spot where I can hang out with, with awesome people like you. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. It's amazing how kids make you better, man. You know I mean? I, I, I've been through all of what you just said, man. It's like when I got my boys and I see how they look up to me, I mean, I'm their hero, whether I want to be or not. So every day I'm reminded that I have to be the example, you know, got to be the example, man. And uh, family is very, very important. Like for me, man, is God, wife, you know, kids and family, you know, in that world. And um, those are three things I do not play about, bro. Now, you know, I'm not one of those people that's going to go out here and shove uh, Christianity on anybody. Again, I love all people, man. When I say that, I mean, I don't judge. I love you for your views um, and what you support, even if I don't agree with it. I mean, who am I to say is right or wrong? I'm a Christian because it's worked for me all my life, you know, and uh but it may not work for this person over here, man. You know, so I'm not going to do that. And, um, you know, to each his own, man. I'm just going to love you regardless. Dude, whether you want me yeah, to or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, sh- shoot, sometimes like we, I feel like when we do love people and they don't want us to lo- love them, but, but when we stop loving them, they're like, oh, I, I kind of miss, I kind of miss that. Because I've I've seen I've seen that before too. Like you, you're like, all right, well, I'll, I still love you, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do it over here. But then they're like, oh, well, and that they 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 catch they catch the love bug, I guess you can say. <laughs> and they and they and they 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 come back and you don't really adjust to them. You adjust to your mission and your 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 mindset and what 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 you're going towards. And and if they want to get on that bus. They can definitely, definitely ride with with you because I know I know your door is always open for that for that bus, man. Oh, bro, absolutely, and and I think what you just said for me personally has been a, a part of growth. Like at each level, every time I level up, man, it's like I have to cut certain people out of my life, including family. You know, and you know. Sometimes it's really bothered me, man, because I know one person was like my best childhood friend, but his values and my values were completely off. And um, I had to make the decision, man, to cut him out of my life. And, and I, I'm not going to lie, I was, I was hurt. You know what I'm saying? But after some time, I realized that it was the right thing to do. But then... Shortly after, God started putting people like you and, you know what I'm saying, like people who think the same and value the same things in life. So he just replaced the negative with the positive. 
I didn't see that at the time when I cut them. But of course, when you guys started coming into my life, I was like, okay, see, you're showing out again, guy, you know. And then that's why we have to remember, man, our thoughts are not his thoughts. We don't, we don't understand what he's doing for us. You know what I'm saying? Until it's done. And then it just makes your head spin. Dude, it reminds me of it reminds me of like the Dead Sea over, over in the Middle East, where it there's an there's one inlet. There's one inlet and you don't have an outlet and everything stops right there. We could, we could have that same with relationships and thoughts and feelings. They could all just conglomerate into one just pool and just, just die right there. But you see another sea or lake and they have an inlet and an outlet. You have fresh water flowing through and yeah, maybe maybe you and I don't we we don't talk every day. Lately, we've we've pretty much been in, interacting every day. But there could be a season where where we go out of that sea and then we come back in. And I I think that's what God's doing with a lot of relationships and stuff. But a lot of us just want to hold hold tight or go into that dead sea and not 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 change up things, man. Cause we always got to be refreshing ourselves. And with those, uh, with those relationships that you were talking about earlier, I, I, I thought of one person and yeah, we were childhood friends. So close, so close, but now it, I've lost sleep at night, man. Just, yeah. just watching this. I, I had to block them on Facebook and I, I, I can't, I, I can't look at what they're doing. But I, I I pray for them and I I love them and I wish wish them the best. But I it just it it saddens me to to see that. But we gotta gotta keep moving on. Yeah, man. We we gotta not to sound selfish, man. But I mean, we have to look out for ourselves, bro. And and I honestly, two years ago, I thought that was like the worst thing you can do. Is look out for yourself. Like you have to take care of everybody else. And through my situation last year, you know, like the mental breakdown that I had, I quickly found out that, hey man, if I don't take care of myself, then I can't take care of anybody else. You know, in order for me to bring you my best, my best version, I have to take care of myself. You know, so I spend uh, more quality me time with myself now i carve out like just how you go and eat and exercise i carve out time for myself and i don't feel guilty anymore i used to feel terrible man when i did that it was like i should be at home or i should be with the boys going somewhere and man we have to reset bro we have to Sorry, I had some background noise with the dog. <laughs> but uh, she likes running around without the collar anyways. She's an old lady. She uh she was a uh, Toto's stunt double. That's that's what she was. She's that she's that old. She's she's gonna be like my aunt and just outlive everybody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Yeah, we're supposed to be getting one uh next month, man. And I'm excited. We're getting a little uh, teacup Yorkie. 
Nice. They were just born, so they have to stay with the mom for like a certain amount of time. But uh, I've already vouched for it and everything, so I'm excited, bro. Nice. Boy's nice. been bugging me about a dog for like two years, man. So I'm gonna go ahead and get one. There you go. There you go. Yeah, it teaches teaches them responsibility and stuff, man. And they're fun. Yeah. Yeah. Except for in the middle yeah, of the night. And they're good for mental health too, man. Oh yeah. I just keep feeling like they're good for like depression and anxiety and stuff like that. So. Just watch out for the for the for the potty training, cause yeah, no. uh, yeah, you'll be walking, you'll be walking through. <laughs> you, so, you, yeah, I've been all through it. We had three dolls before I had kids, so yeah, it, it's frustrating, but it's got to be done. Yeah, you'll be walking through the house, or well, even at her old age too. Like she'll just go anywhere in the house, and like. I'll be going and getting a cup of water in the middle of the night or using the restroom. And then all of a sudden squish, I'm like, step on something. Or if you're, if, if you're having a bad morning, you woke up on the wrong side of the bed and you step on it, you're like, but on the other side, you can be like, you know what? I'm grateful for this old, old little dog right here. (laughs) I'm going to be grateful for this poop that I just stepped in. Yeah. Yeah. It goes back to just finding a silver lining, man. In every situation. Yeah, yeah, man. I'd like to. I'd like to talk. <laughs> I'd like to talk a little bit more about like the the blended lives platform that you. Because there's a lot, a lot of movement on there, man. Speaking of speaking of. So. The background on that is like, uh, so after George Floyd. After George Floyd and what happened to him, a lot of people was angry, including myself. And for a whole week, I had to just distance myself from social media and the news because it was going back to like what I said about like filling your emotions out. And I, I just, I, I just knew I was angry, and I didn't want to go out there and say anything negative or offensive or spread division because that's not who I am. So. You know, instead of being on social media or watching the news, I was doing stuff like getting up in the morning with a cup of coffee, going, sitting on the patio, listening to nature, taking early morning walks, just to kind of clear my head. And uh, so after two weeks, the Holy Spirit just put something in my heart, man, just came out of nowhere and was like, this is a great opportunity to start bridging the racial gap you know, between whites and blacks, really all races, but because I'm in the South, it's mostly white and black. And um, and so I was just like hearing like, you know, create a uh, Facebook group and invite, you know, whites and blacks in, make it a safe place where we can talk about the controversial and uncomfortable topics in a respectful manner in a manner that you won't be judged or labeled or, or anything like that. And he also gave me the name, which is Blended Lines. And Blended Lines, to me, represents like a black line, a white line. And the goal is to bridge that gap. So I want to blend the lines so that we unite and become one. And so I created the Facebook group um, just three days ago, man. So today is what, Saturday? Friday on Thursday, Thursday night or Thursday evening, I created the Facebook group 
and it might have had 40 people with it, all right? Friday, it jumped to over 100 in one day. And the dialogue that's going on in it is just, it's just unbelievable, man. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. You know, I'm very authentic and I speak my mind. I really thought I had white people figured out, bro. Because I've just always been around white people. I went to school with white people. Uh, work with white people. I've always, and this group has already shown me in three days that I didn't have a clue. And and the white people are learning a lot about the blacks. You know, it's that's the thing, man. Racism comes from fear and lack of understanding. And I think that's a natural thing we have too. Like if we don't understand something, or are unsure of something our natural reaction is to be afraid until we figure it out. What the hell is that? You know? And, uh, and that's what I want to do in this group, man. I just want people to ask questions. No question is off limits, but the challenge is going to be maintaining the emotions because you, again, going back to emotions, you have to fill them out. And just this morning, I had a couple of topics and people are, are, are getting a little heated. Now, this is the first day where people really start kind of like getting upset. And I had to go out there and just remind everybody, remind everybody about the vision and the goal, man. Like, we can't do this without you all being willing to listen, be open minded and be respectful. You know, it's OK to agree to disagree. All right. And, uh, and I knew that was going to happen. I mean, I'm not all, like, been out of shape about it, but I am taking it serious, man. And I, if I have people in the group who are not willing to do that, I can't have you in the group. And I'm just keeping it 100. Is that, that important to me? And uh, so, I mean, three days in, man, I've gotten numerous people reach out to me, black, white, saying, hey, Cliff, man, thank you for putting this group together. I want to know more about black people or the white people. And uh, and I don't take the credit, man. I give glory to God because he's the one that gave me the vision and the idea. And where it goes from here, who knows? Uh, my vision is that it will eventually become a nonprofit where we can do community outreach and continue to bridge the racial gap because racism isn't going to go away overnight. Uh, it's going to take time, you know, and so that's the vision, bro. But I, I appreciate your feedback and and, and being a, a voice in the group, man. It means a lot. Yeah, man, I'm honored to be there, man, and just love what you're doing. And there, there's sometimes like I'll I'll see something and I won't respond right away because I got to take a step back and go through those my own filters be like, okay, well, why are, why are they saying this, whether they're white or black, who's, who's saying it and tr try and see from their perspective. And I had one person on there ask me something about one of the monuments that one yeah. of the mayors wants to take down. And she asked me how I truly felt about it. And at first I really it didn't cross my mind because I honestly had no, I was ignorant to the fact, and I'm not saying I was stupid to the fact I just, I just didn't, wasn't 
aware and wasn't sure what was going on because I'm out here in Colorado and we and yeah. Colorado's different from the from the South. <laughs> What's that? I think want to do with it too. I guess you just assumed you were from Birmingham. Because it's a big deal down here, man. They yeah. got those statues all over the place. I don't know how they have it out there where you are, but it's a southern thing. <laughs> now we've got yeah, we we've got we've got a we've got a few few out here, but it's that's not it's not too it's it's not like how it is in the South, man. So we yeah. we and in, over the years, it's become more of a become more of a melting pot. When you, yeah, you have you you we have our uh, our little pockets of segregation out here. Like if I go down to uh, East Denver, I'm gonna stick out like a sore thumb because I, wa- I walked into a 7-Eleven when I worked down there and I was the only white guy in there. And it took about three, about two to three weeks to build a relationship with the, the manager and a couple of the cashiers at this 7-Eleven for them to finally be like, okay, this, this dude's, he's, he keeps coming back. He's, he's cool. And I've gotten some looks from 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 people who haven't seen me walk in that store they look at me and then they look at the they look at the cashier the manager and there there was one time the manager was like no nah, he's he's cool and just because yeah. there, there was there's not a diverse group in that in that pocket wow. so, but up up here where I'm at it's 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 a melting pot so yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's good, man. I mean, the good thing about where we are now, man, is like you have so many ethnicities and mixed people now, man, where hopefully my hope is that that will erase uh, racism. You know, because, I mean, I'm mixed. So I've never been racist, man. (laughs) It's like I'm so... I'm so, I have so many ethnicities in me, bro. It's like, it's, it's just stupid to be racist. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I'd be hating on myself. So, but I also use that as an advantage, man, to talk to all races. Because most people don't even know what I am and they're trying to figure me out. And I don't tell them unless they ask. I like them to just keep guessing. But uh, I use that as a superpower to, um, break the ice and have uncomfortable discussions about racism. And once I do it, man, like people really be tripping like, wow, did we just do that? Like, did we just talk about race without cussing each other out? Yeah. We're just talking. And everybody's not going to judge you. Everybody doesn't listen to reply. You know, some people actually listen and put themselves in your shoes, which is what I do all the time. And see both sides. I don't have to agree with you, but I see it. Perfect example, the Confederate flag. Never liked it. Total disrespect to me means oppression, slavery. That's what it represents to me. But then a lot of white people feel like it's their heritage. And I get that. You know, your heritage is not my heritage. So I understand why they're upset. You know, I'd be pissed if you went and start taking like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X statues down. 
you know, because that's my heritage. And so my question is always, I don't disagree, but I don't knock you because it's your heritage, you know, and I understand. So the next question is, so what's the solution? Like, what can we do to make both sides happy, you know? And uh, it's opened up a lot of dialogue, man. It really has. And I think that's what people need to start talking and thinking about. Man, I think you, I just, I think you summed it up perfectly, man. That That is part of the solution is just to open up your perspective and learn about the other people and their heritage because I, I've said this on my podcast and Anthony Godly Guidance podcast, shout out to him, um, shameless plug. Um, just the conversations I've had with you guys, I was ashamed to be white for a while. Cause one, I'm white and I'm, I love hip hop and I, and I, and I love like the black culture and then just seeing a lot of stuff on the news. It was like, Oh, white people are bad and stuff. And it was really affecting me. So I turned the news off and then I started building those relationships with other uh, races, with other cultures. And now, you know what? People may not agree with this, but I'm proud to be white. I'm, 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 I'm proud of who I am, who God made me. Also, I practice Christianity and believe in Jesus who wasn't probably wasn't light skinned from the Middle East. Mm. So I'm so I can't sit here and be like, yeah, white power and and, and, and say and not love my, my brothers and sisters of all ethnicities while I'm worshiping a dude that was darker skin over it. So, and yeah, I, I tell people that, and there's a couple people, <laughs> a couple people that I work with, they, they'll, they'll pull the Christianity card, but then also pull the, the, the race card or the, the, the N word out, or there's all the derogatory terms. And I'm like, do you, do you, do you not hear yourself? You're, you're worship. You're, you go to church and you, Jesus doesn't look like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. Or whoever, whoever they, they made that meme of. Uh, he doesn't, he doesn't look, he doesn't look like me. He doesn't have blonde, blonde hair, blue eyes. No, that that's cute. That is cute. Right. But that's, it's, that's, that, that's not Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, man, I mean, that, that always trips me out, too. But, you know, back in slavery, they used the Bible to um, promote slavery. You know, it's just using scriptures for your benefit, yeah. you know. And, uh, but, yeah, that has always tripped me out, man. Like, you claim to be a Christian, but, yeah, you hate everybody or hate a particular race. I mean, if you really know God, man, God is love, period. If you don't love everybody or you don't love a particular race, you can't. It just don't line up, man. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't line up to me. But that, again, that's my opinion, um, my own experience. Yeah, dude. Like, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it, it is funny to me, though. 
So, and like I've, and you know how I, I was talking about how my, my, my childhood, it was like heavily influenced by racism. Mm-hmm. Well, my grandpa, I love him. I love him. Well, we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things, but it's mm-hmm. funny just how things kind of went full circle because he, he went from telling my mom, if you bring home a dude other, other than white, then I'm a, pretty much going to be pissed and get out of my house mm-hmm. to gosh, I don't even know how, how many years later in 2000, I want to say about 2018, 2019 mm-hmm. dating a black woman. Now I'm like, huh? All right. Oh, wow. All right. And <laughs> now there's a little bit of, a little bit of tension there bet- between them. And I don't talk to my grandpa very often and I probably should get better at reaching out to him. But that's a different story. But I, yeah, I guess, yeah, there's just because of what's going on in the world and how old school they are, there is some tension going back and forth. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it, it's just, just funny to see how people can change. But then also when they gets down to it, sometimes if they're not intentional and trying to continue moving forward, like I keep saying, how we how a dog returns to vomit, they can return to their own thought patterns and habits. Right. I like that, man. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I got the same thing from my pops, man. You know, he was like, you better not bring no white girl home. And, you know, he was just still angry from, you know, the civil rights movement and how they were treated back in the 60s and you know i mean it, it was it was rough for them bro it was rough i always tell them like i couldn't have lived back then you know god he, you know he, he he let me be born at the right time because i i wouldn't have been able to put up with that stuff man just the disrespect and the hate and stuff that they had to deal with and that stuff affects you mentally you know and so my dad still had animosity and anger and, you know, was telling me, don't you bring no white girl home, and, you know, all that. And uh, again, going back to I don't agree with it, but I understand why he was like that, yeah. you know. But I'm not telling my boys that, you know, you bring home whoever you want to. You know, I'm going to love you. I just want them to be a good person. Yeah. I'm going to love you regardless. Well, it had, so it shows you with a different mindset and where we're going in the future. Well, yeah, uh, as, as we were talking about this, man, it was that uh, that photo that you took. I shared it yesterday of your boy standing in front of that statue. Yeah, that generational difference, but it's. <laughs> but it's still all the same right yeah. now. And you're, I, I'm, I'm, I, and I, and I'm envisioning you like kind of the, the bridge for your boys right now, yeah, getting kind of getting away from 
the the, the old style of thinking to where your boys are going to be. You're the you're the bridge to and because you could be like, you know what? Screw ID or whatever. Screw the cops. But now, no, you're 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 like, no, I'm I'm gonna love. I'm going to. I'm going to love these people and I'm going to learn and I'm going to, and you're bridging that gap and you're, you're putting these values and stuff in your child that if, if, if you don't do it, nobody's going to do it. And I'm even talking to myself too with my, with my daughter and we spend a lot of money on sunscreen. We are that white. Um, I'm the, <laughs> I'm the, I'm the sunscreen shadow. That's my new rap name. Okay. Right. So, but like, I can joke about that, but I, I, I have to take responsibility and bring that, bring that home. Be like, you know what? That's old, old. That's kind of an old way of thinking. Let's, and my, my daughter, she doesn't understand how, like, like what's going on. Yeah. Cause we, I've, we've, we've talked a little bit and you post, you posted something in the blended lives group about talking with your children about this and this is a perfect segue by the way um that have you talked to your kids about it and we, we we have a little bit my daughter's six and a half and i've watched a couple things uh on my phone or on the laptop about like the news and what what's going on and she yeah she just doesn't understand that how how can you not like somebody because the difference in skin, because our church pastor, he's, he's from Bama. He's not roll tide though. He's not roll tide like you, but he's from Auburn. So you, 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 you guys have that going on. No, I'm just playing. Um, so that's, that's, that's something you guys can hash out later, but, uh, no, but yeah, he's he's a black man from from Alabama, and then my my buddy Anthony, he's a black guy from here, and then we we have some Asian people, and we have some Mexican people, and then there's the Greenwoods, where we're really light skinned with our sunscreen, um, and just all coming together, she just doesn't understand how and that that's it's it's nice to have that problem if you want to call it a problem but as as she as she gets old she's six right now so but as she as she gets older though well we're gonna have to probably have more of those conversations because at her at her school there was there wasn't a lot it was mostly uh well, white white kids and Mexican kids, some Asian kids in there. I don't think she had she has a lot of uh, black students at the at the school. Hmm. But well, that's that's a normal uh, reaction, man. Because when I talked to Cam in that picture, he was seven, and he didn't get it, you know. And that's why I love that picture so much, man. Like, he was just staring at that statue like, I don't get this. You know, and he asked me what it was, and I was like, well, you know, back in the 60s, the police sick dogs and put the, the fire hoses on black people. 
he was just like, why? And I was like, because they didn't like black people. I mean, you know, I, I had to be raw with them, man. That's one thing with me. I don't sugarcoat anything on my boys because I know the world is not going to sugarcoat it. You know, the world is going to give it to them raw, so I'm going to give it to them raw. I had to be the first person to tell them about it because I didn't want anybody else trying to explain it to him and give him incorrect information. And it was also to protect him because I went through racism as a child and being called the N-word every other day. And honestly, man, I did it to prepare him for that because I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. And I told him that. I said, look, unfortunately, somebody's going to call you the N-word, you know, and I made sure I talked to him in a way that I didn't spread hate. Like I wasn't like all white, white people are evil and racist. I said, you just have some people out there that are just hateful, you know what I'm saying? And evil, but we are to love everyone. That's what God wants because we're all God's children. And so that's how I related to him. And dude, two years later at the age of nine, he was called the N word two times in the fourth grade by a white so I was proud of myself because I already talked to him about it. He knew it was coming. He knew how to handle it. And I told him, I always have your back. And, um, you know, it's a tough conversation to have, man, with a child is like seven or, or, or younger because you're right. They're not going to understand. Uh, but it's got to be had. It's up to the parent as to when they want to have the conversation, you know, you know your kid better than anybody, but it does need to be discussed. I think. Yeah, definitely. And we, uh, you know, that movie Zootopia. Yeah, I love that movie, man. Yeah, she kind of referenced that a little bit. Okay. So she did put a little bit of connection to it, but. But yeah, definitely we're going to have to have that that conversation later on in life. And honestly, I'm so happy that we're recording this episode and this stuff is out here for future reference. If people want to go back and listen, mm. be that and and use it use it to not only remind themselves but also teach the younger generation, hey, like if 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 my if my daughter wants to go back and listen, she can hear what we're talking about today. Put it in, like, seal it in the quote unquote new history books. Yeah, lack of a better term, but seal it in the time capsule so they can go back and sh- and sh- shoot. Maybe I I might catch a bug up my butt and be like, "You're a stupid beaver." I'm I'm. And then I can, my somebody can be like, you know what you just said here? Yeah. Please. Yeah. And then it's good to hold our ourselves accountable because, because yeah, we need that. Yeah, man. And I feel like it, it, it needs to come from the parent because again, they look at us as their role model. Now that's twofold. Yeah. Because the reason that we even still have racism today is because those parents spread that hate into their kids. You know, 
They're going to listen to you whether you're telling them right or wrong, whether you're promoting love or hate. And so, you know, the baby boomer generation who were racist, fed that negative energy into their kids, you know, and it was just a cycle. But now I'm feeling hopeful because this shift is going on now. It's like nothing I've ever seen in my lifetime. And I truly feel like it's going to be better from here on out. But they still need to know what racism is because as she gets older, man, especially with girls, and they start clicking up and all that stuff, you know, it may be a mix of uh, other girls. It might be just a group of all white girls and all black girls, you know, Asian, you know, at some point, she's going to feel the pressure. Yeah. And that's just inevitable. Very, very true, man. Real thought, you know. Very true. Yeah. And I hope, I honestly hope that she's not as awkward as I was when, like, I put in that post. Because I, that, my, my teens, awkward stage anyways, but then also being ignorant to a lot of the facts of other cultures and races and how how they think and they do stuff. I was I was awkward. I'm like, hey man, yeah, BDT. And I'm like thinking to myself later on, I'm like, no, that's not how it is, bro. And once I was able to learn more about the, the person and see the, the I guess the glitz and glam of the TV versions compared to the reality of who the who people are it definitely definitely changed my life and seeing the hearts of people so yeah and i, I would even go on and say bro like embrace the awkwardness man <laughs> oh i do now man i do now <laughs> embrace, look at it like a superpower man you know i i felt awkward for many years man because you know, my friends used to refer to women as bees and hoes, and like, dude, I could never bring myself to call a woman that. It just it makes me cringe. And I got to a point where I was like, man, what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I call a woman a bee or, you know, like them? And then one day I just had an epiphany and was just like, you know what, man, I'm special in a good way. Like, I'm going to embrace that. I'm going to embrace being different and awkward and uh, use it as a superpower. So that's all you got to do, man. Yeah, I was, at, I was at work the other day and somebody was showing me a like a TikTok of a very attractive lady. And she had some revealing outfit on and I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, she's, she's very beautiful and attractive. And they looked at me like, huh, well. And I had one guy ask me, you you don't think she's banging? I was like, she's beautiful. Yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say something about that when that's someone's daughter, that's someone's niece, that's someone's sister, man. Yes, right. I I can admire yeah. her, her beauty that God's given her, but I'm not gonna go any further than that. So definitely get you on that too, man. And we 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 could take that topic to about four four different episodes. Oh yeah, man. We'll have some more, man. I can't believe we it's been talking for over an hour, man. It's just good combo. Yes, yes. Man. It's always good combo with you, man. 
And I do have to wrap it up here shortly, man. I got to get with the boys and do something with them. But um, you have any other uh, tough questions? Man, you asked some great questions, bro. You did, man. I, actually, what I'm going to do with this, I'm going to post it in the blended lines if you're cool with that. That's cool, man. Yeah, and because and, this is a perfect example of what we should be doing. You see how we just had a, a casual conversation, no snarky remarks, nobody getting pissed off. This is my vision right here. It's for us to talk. And it's beautiful. Nobody pressure up. We chilling. You know, it's all love. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> I got goosebumps, man. For real. Look at that. Honestly, I think I think we got the same uh uh, outfit memo too with the white shirts and the black hat. Oh, we're brothers. We brothers, man. Amen. You know, Amen. All right, yeah. But yeah, man. I uh, and I had to. I had to wear the Jesus Word shirt today too, man. I love that, man. So hey, I got one that's, that says, uh, "Y'all need Jesus." <laughs> nice, nice. I actually, fun, funny thing about this though, is I have this part. I drew this part and the boombox. I have it tattooed on my shoulder in black and white. And then my my dude, uh, Kenny, shout out to him. He did the word. And I had a whole bunch of t-shirts made a long time ago. Uh, oh, gosh, about 15, yeah, about almost 15 years ago. And... We went down to, I remember, oh, I, I, yeah, I remember this. We went down to Denver. Was, we were feeding the homeless with our church at the time that I attended. And there was this uh, lady, she comes up to me, and uh, she's a black lady. She's like, hey, I love your shirt. And I had I had a tank top underneath, so I, here, take it. And she, are you, are you, are, are you, are you serious? I'm, it's all yours. Take it. Oh, thank you so much. And and then she went over to a couple of her friends. A couple of her friends came over and was like, Oh, can I get it? Can I get another T-shirt? I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't have any more <coughs> with me right now. But next time we come down to Denver and I gave him a date, uh, I brought some more T-shirts down. And but. I, we didn't unfortunately we didn't see these ladies next time we were down there but it was just a cool experience and what what we were talking about earlier with uh with kids looking up to us is my nieces and a couple of the other younger kids from church were there and they they were able to see that and see the interaction yeah. too so that's good man that's awesome and, and you made her day, man. Something as simple as that. You see what I'm saying? Just be kind. Be nice, man. And you just, you will make somebody's world just by being nice. That's simple. Make their world, save their life, and they can, they can, they can pay it forward to the next person, man. Exactly. So. They go see that, learn from that, and then they go want to do it. If they go remember how they felt. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, but all right, man. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any questions for me? 
Uh, man, you asked so you asked so many good questions, man. I mean, we covered a lot, but we're going to be doing another one anyway. Yeah, oh yeah, um, oh yeah. The next one, I'll bring more to the table. You know, on this one, I was just kind of listening, and um, but yeah, when we do it again, man, I'm gonna have some stuff for you for sure. But I love you, bro, man. I, I'm, I appreciate this conversation. I appreciate you. And, uh, and I'm thankful for you always being there for me, man. I really am. Right back at you, man. Right back at you. I love you, you man. You doing what you're doing, bro. You too. You too. Definitely. All right, man. I love you, man. And uh, have a great one. You too, boss. Smile all day. Hey, uh, uh, let, here, let's get let's get a, let's get a better uh, picture instead of that uh, that in, intense crazy one that you had. Ready? One, yeah. two, three. Oops, did it take? Maybe. I forgot how to do this. <laughs> Can you do it? Can you do one? Wow, well, picture. Yeah, a screenshot. I, I just do it. I do it with my phone. Oh, uh, oh, well, I just I just did something. Something happened. No, that's right, not coming out. It's a real bad glare. <sighs> how did how did I do that the other day? I learned I, I like learn how to do this just so I can do this. Okay, I stopped the recording. Let me see. Okay.